Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doctor's Notes podcast by Doc's Castle Media, a podcast I created to share the notes of one of my favorite reality shows ever, Big Brother USA. I'm your host, Doc, and I'm here to talk BP perspective from Doc's point of view. So here we go. Okay, we're going to do something a little different today because I didn't have enough time to write an outline for you guys, so we are definitely winging today's Big Brother episode. (laughs) So, last week we left off with Cameron returning back into the Big Brother house. He's no longer a zombie, he's back alive, and Jared has left. And Sunday's episode was basically what our normal episode would be, which is the nominee episode, where we try to figure out who's going to be on the block for the week and who's going to leave on Thursday. This is just basically a back to schedule week for us. So we're basically at a reset and the alliances are, it's basically what it was said to be before Cameron came into the house. You know, everyone is basically working with Corey in America for the most part. Sheree is on an island on her own. Uh, Matt and Jack seem to be a powerhouse right now. They're deciding to work with Cameron. And then we still have Felicia and Mimi being in their final two. But as this episode goes on, we learn where everyone is laying and where everybody is about to turn at the moment. Everyone's pretty much everywhere. We do have a game. The HOH competition being a puzzle, a Martian rocket tower. And basically... It's the same kind of puzzle that they normally do on Big Brother where they have to build it up upwards because it's usually like a tower each time they do this competition. And whoever finishes the tower, they buzz the they buzz the red button. Whoever finishes first is the person who wins the competition. Um, this HOH was special because everyone competed in this HOH. There wasn't anyone that was left out because last week we basically didn't have anyone as HOH. So everyone played. And, just like I mentioned in our last episode, which was our Twitter update, was the winner of the HOH competition. The winner of the HOH competition is, by no surprise, Cameron. It's crazy that Cameron won. And every time he wins a competition, there is complete silence. No one ever cheers for him. No one cheered for him. And I wonder if Cameron is taking notice, because these people don't want to work with him. They only want to work with him to get further into the game. Whenever he does not win, he's someone that's get put on the block. So it's like, regardless, he has to win a competition. He's a beast. And at this point, they should know that. And honestly, there is people that know that. I think Sari actually, in this episode, came to Cameron and spoke to Cameron about that. Like, he's a threat. It was either it was either Sari or Corey. I can't really remember. But, um... Regardless, it was brought to his attention that whenever he comes off the block or when he cannot compete as an HOH in the HOH competition, he has to fight for his life to get off. He has to try to fight for a veto. He's always trying to get backdoored. Like, he has no way of really, (laughs) he has to fight for his life, really. But that's just how the game played for him now. Now it's just obvious that's just what he has to do. Um, But because of that there are other people in the house that notices that like jack jack has also been someone that's been voted unanimously out of the house just like cameron so um they decide to work together (laughs) that brings the attention to the alliance they actually have a name 
this episode, they brought their names being the fugitives. Um, Jag and Cameron actually being fugitives, people that actually people want out of the house. Matt hasn't even seen the block yet. And they want to be calling him a fugitive, like he was someone who saw the block. He never saw the block, but he's a good competitor. He's won some competitions, so he's a threat in the sense of that he's a winner. So, the fugitives. Jag, Matt, and Cameron. Jag is so happy that Cameron had came back in the house because, like, he feels as though he can work with Jag more than he can work with Jared. There is a there was a line that was crossed, and people couldn't trust Jared anymore. He messed up his game. And Cameron is doing something unique. Everybody knows, like, they might not trust him at all. They don't know where he's where he where he stands, and he's a wild card, so that's why they don't trust him. But he does these week to week deals, and it's working in his favor a lot in this game he's also paying attention to people's slip-ups in this game as well like this is what's going to make cam the mvp player for this episode like he was a zombie last week and he just lingered around but while he was a zombie he was paying attention to a lot of conversations that were going on in the house one being though America talking to Blue about alliances that she has made with Corey, with Felicia, and Mimi. She, America, was just talking to Blue because that's somebody that she's currently working with in one of the alliances that's there. This Their alliance don't actually have a name, but she's telling Blue or updating Blue about her and Corey trying to be transparent her and Corey making an alliance with Felicia and Mimi. But Cam is sitting right next to them. She's not realizing the zombie is there and he's not really in the alliance with her. But Cameron hears this information. Because he hears this information, he's using it this week to his advantage. And I want to make him the MVP player be- right now because of that. Like, he's literally paying attention. Cameron is literally playing this game alone, paying attention when necessary, and making the right moves. So, when I say that, he paid attention to the fact that Mimi and Felicia is working with Corey in America. Mimi and Felicia isn't working for for him. They're not working with him. And honestly, Felicia was someone that he had put on the block the last time he was HOH. So, now... That just sparks an interest in him to put up her again. That's what I think. If he already had her up there, it's just like, why not? I already put you up there on the block before. You weren't my target then, but you can be my target this week because you didn't go. You were a pawn that time. But at the end of the day, I wasn't working with neither one of you guys that I had on the block before. And that's basically what's happening. He hasn't worked with Felicia. He hasn't worked with anyone. So he's deciding who he's going to really put on the block and I think that little piece of information is what's going to warrant him to make this decision all I know is that we finally see Mimi's position in the game McCole she's in danger because of Felicia she hasn't really spoken any game with anyone but everyone knows that she's working very closely with Felicia and Felicia has a very strong personality sometimes when it comes to certain things Felicia already has been targeted too so she already has an enemy and because she already has an enemy that it's just 
it's sad for Nicole because Nicole just being her final two and her closest ally in the game and them knowing that she's in the danger right now. But it was a refresher to actually see Nicole have more dialogue in this episode. Like, I'm actually excited to see Bill, Bowie Jane and Nicole actually share their gameplay now in the diary room. And it lets me know that production is actually asking them questions. Because all this time, they couldn't even go into the diary room just not talking about anything. We just not know or just not pertain to the game or whatever they were saying just didn't align with what was going on in the house probably but now their games are finally aligning with what's happening they have some type of clue or what's going on in the big brother house so we're starting to see them in the diary rooms so will i say Nicole is someone to root for right now i'm not really sure if Nicole is someone to root for because Nicole is really only working with Felicia. I think it's time for her to step out. And I think what Felicia and Nicole was doing when they were making a deal with Corey in America in the last episode was trying to step out and start working with people. But it's looking like it's probably not going to work in their favor right now. Because they really still don't know every angle of everyone in the house. You don't know who everyone's working with. If they don't know that Corey has deals with people like Jag and Matt how are they gonna know to that they anything is working in their favor nothing is working in their favor they're really the minority in the house right now used to work with Sari and they're trying to switch over to the other side but at this point I feel like it's too late and it's so crazy that Sari is so alone in the house now that when she's speaking with Cameron she's even considering being an ally to Cameron because Cameron definitely came to her and told her that before Jared left the house, he said that he would take care of Sari. He doesn't know about the relationship between Jared and Sari, but he said that he would take care of Sari. Now, Sari is a stupid person to think that Cameron is going to take care of her because she already took out Red. So he, she needs to just think in her mind how she portrayed Cameron already. There should be no way that she should be considering working with Cameron with what she already done to Cameron. Like, Cameron is literally working on week-to-week deals. And if he didn't give her that one-week deal like he's been doing, I wouldn't want to consider working with Cameron at all. But she's alone. And because she's alone, she doesn't really know how to think. There isn't anyone that she can bounce that idea off of right now. So... I don't think Sari is a threat right now to Cameron because she is alone. So for him to go after whoever he decides to go after, it's the right decision for him at this time. Either way. So now, we have Jag, Matt, and Blue who I feel like are an alliance that's becoming, you know, we're trying to see who's like the next alliance or next group of people that's about to reign strong. This week, it doesn't seem like there's a group or anyone that's running strong. It seems to be still people kind of going with the flow of the house. Everyone's really just trying to see what Cameron is doing. Because Cameron is a wild card. No one ever knows what he's doing. So anyway, Jack, Matt, and Blue, they want to know Cameron's targets because they feel Corey and America are dangerous. So they just it's something about them that just cannot trust and honestly when someone's in a showman's and it's blatant like that it literally be people not really trusting their showman's the showman's is literally always like the major targets 
which is surprisingly. Like, they've made it this far to almost a jury house where they have not, at least one of them not have gone, have left, like America or Court, neither one of them has left. But at this point of the game now, they're becoming targets and becoming dangerous to other people because they are a blatant alliance a strong alliance that cannot be infiltrated, you know? Like, everyone else's alliance probably could be infiltrated. Honestly, they infiltrated Blue and Jared's alliance successfully <laughs> last week, but anyone else, like, a showmance that's solid, like American Corey right now, it's not an easy alliance to infiltrate, so I would assume that they are becoming a major target to a lot of people in the house. If they can't speak game good social gameplay so it's like a goal for them to actually go to Cameron and try to figure out what he is planning on doing um Felicia and Nicole they're nervous because Cameron is a wild card to them too so no deals or talks were being made with them they're lost in the sauce and not really knowing if they are the people that are going to be put on the block and by effect that is true that they were. Cameron definitely targeted Felicia and Mimi this week, putting them on the block. He, his goal in putting them on the block or his mission is he's targeting someone he does not want to have in the jury house. He weighs Felicia and Sari in his like dealings with trying to decide when he's talking to Jag and Matt about um, deciding who he's going to put on the block. Um, and when he thinks about it, he's already put Felicia on the block. And he'd rather have Felicia out out of jury than to have Sari, I think. I think he probably would have Sari's vote, but he does not think that he would have Felicia vote. And Felicia, in conversation, has told him that she would have to give him the vote, but there isn't a trust there behind that so I can understand why Cameron is adamant about getting Felicia out the house he doesn't know it's just something we just aren't certain about and maybe by default just goes on the block as a pawn because can't have no one off the block that's going to vote to keep her keep Felicia so you might as well just sit her next to her on the block and get Felicia out um, it just seems reasonable. Um, and it sucks for Nicole because that is the person that she's supposed to be working with and she doesn't really have much strong negotiation skills. It looks like Felicia did more game talk than her when it comes to the both of them. So if Felicia leaves this week, where is Nicole game going? Where is Nicole game going? I'm not sure. And... It's dwindling down. She doesn't have that many people that she can work with. The people that she's been working with in the house are already gone. Like, there's only Sari left. And you already kind of abandoned her. So, who is Nicole is, might be the next person to leave after Felicia. Because what is the point of her even being in the jury house, honestly? No one knows where she stands either. What was crazy is the talks that Cameron and Felicia had prior. Because Cameron did give, like... Felicia a fair warning in their talk when she came to the HOH room. And Felicia throws Sari under the bus. So um, she says she's a manipulator, so she doesn't so she, so she doesn't go on the block. But um 
Cameron is sat on Felicia. Like, he just sat. Like, just take Felicia out. And it's crazy how she cruised under the bus. That she used to have found out to her. But I guess you get so sore from things being done to you in a game. She obviously was so butthurt over the fact that Jared and Sarita didn't vote for her to stay in the house the week that she was on the block when Cameron put her up there. But at this point, you know, that whole side is just demolishing. There isn't anyone on that side anymore. And it's just, like I said, it looks like it's turning into um, people might actually just go and target the showmates at this point. Just go ahead and target the showmates. After they get Felicia out, I feel like that's exactly who's what's going to happen. If it's anyone outside, well, like Cameron can't win next week, so we don't even know what Cameron would do next week anyway. But he can't win next week. And say if Jag or Matt won next week, because these are the competitors that's winning competitions. So one of them win next week, I would see that they would probably have to put Corey up. But I don't know if they are really willing to do it that early yet. I don't know. But either way. Let me just tell you guys that at the end of the episode, Felicia and Nicole are on the block. Felicia is being made the target this week. And he nominated her before. And that's why he wants her out of the house again. And she's not happy with it. Um, And now we're just left with trying to figure out who's going to leave the house on Thursday out of Felicia and Nicole. What was interesting in this episode is, like, don't you know how they usually, at the end of the episode, they give everybody's perspective on what they think about, like, these nominations. You know, you get the opinion of Felicia, you get the opinion of Nicole, you got the opinion of Cameron. And then they usually throw in like some random person that could possibly be a target or a backdoor opinion. So they throw in Corey. And this is why I also brought up the fact that Corey is being mentioned. Because like Corey had definitely did a lot to get Jared out of the house. Like that whole blow up definitely brought some attention to him. So with that being said, I really think that Corey is a backdoor option in case someone was to win the veto that would take someone like Felicia or Nicole out. Corey is a threat. And because Cameron is working with Matt and Jack, it just seems like it. It seems like Matt and Jack would just go with the fact that he would put Corey on the block and they would vote him out. It just, just it would work better that way. But who knows? We'll see. So, I don't have any Twitter updates this episode um, I really haven't really been paying attention to Twitter as far as when it comes to Big Brother. At this point, Big Brother will be off television right now. So I just think that I, my brain is just glossing this moment of like wanting this episode or this season to kind of speed it up. Like the whole writer strike has kind of slowed us down and moved us to another thing. They're changing the schedule because of the football season. It just got me not really wanting to care about Big Brother. And that's crazy. Like, they need to keep the original schedule. But otherwise, 
I want to let y'all know the reminder of I'm not talking about the alliances in this episode. <laughs> I only basically talked about the fugitives and I talked about corn America basically being a threat, but there really isn't many alliance names, so it gets hard to kind of talk about alliance as a whole without them having a name and I having to name everyone that's a part of an alliance. So we didn't really talk about that many alliances today. The MVP player is Cameron, and we discussed him being the MVP player because he took information that he found, he heard from America when he was a zombie, and he's actually using that information from him not working with Felicia and Mimi to create them as his nominees this week. So he's an MVP because he, we actually saw some strategy, some strategy from him. The, we talked about the, we briefly talked about the HOH competition and it being a puzzle. Um, Cameron won. Like, I really don't care to talk about the competition. If you guys want to talk about the competition, you can watch, or you want to know about the competition, you can watch the episode. But for the most part, the only thing that matters is Cameron won. Cameron won, of course. And we talked about Corey possibly just being the next target or backdoor. There were no Twitter updates, like I said, and the next episode we should be looking out for actually will be this Wednesday. Oh, no, not Wednesday, Tuesday. It actually comes on this Tuesday. I forgot. Big Brother has moved to Tuesday nights instead of Wednesday. So we'll be getting an update on Tuesday night and then the eviction on Thursday night still. So everybody stay tuned for what could happen next. But anyway, everybody, I hope to hear from you next time. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doctor's Notes podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you found value in what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. For more updates and Doc's Castle content, follow me on my social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Doc's Castle. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics that you'd like to cover in future episodes, feel free to reach out to me via email at docscastlemediainfo at gmail.com. Remember, your support means the world to me, and I'm grateful to have you as a listener. But until next time, peace out.